The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. Do you think you're hearing everything through the news? I'm not talking about the fake news. You know that's not true. But even those who present the news. You know, the President of the United States gets a briefing every morning of what happened through the night up to the morning past of the events of which the President needs to know. And these brief sheets has to have enough of the serious things that he needs to understand at the same time not overwhelm him. Do you think you hear everything you're supposed to be hearing? You're not. And it's your responsibility to dig into the messages to find out what's going to go on the secular side and how to understand things. People don't like to talk about politics and religion or mixing her lady up with what's going on. She's part of everything happening right now. And you are to identify that to make your decisions of which path you have to walk. Our lady says change the direction of your life. 
That means everything you're doing. That means you're going to have to be aware of certain things, how evil works, where it's going. And to have that desire of learning truth. Our lady said on May 2nd, 2014, the Heavenly Father gave you the freedom to decide on your own and to become cognizant on your own. I desire to be a mother to you, a teacher of truth. What do we need today with all the fake news and all the limited news that we get that even that can have an agenda to give the narrative of what they don't want you to see or have the correct narrative. So it takes a lot of understanding of truth to see this. Our lady continues on this message and she says, so that in the simplicity of an open heart, you may become cognizant of the measurable purity and of the light which comes from it and shatters darkness. There is a lot of darkness in the government politics, the money system, your school systems, the universities, commerce, and the church. So a lady wants us to be learning from her as the teacher of truth, as she calls herself, and in that simplicity, open our heart and understand the purity of truth, of the light that comes from purity and shatters Darkness, the light which brings hope. So we're to review everything. Mariana said, in regards to peace and the message of peace our lady speaks of, she says, primarily peace is of the soul. If a person has it in his soul, he is surrounded by it. We are to identify things that's taking place and see which side they're on. You say, well, you can't pick out the left versus the right. Who's right? Who's on the left? Who's wrong? Who's correct? We are to be identifying the purity of the truth and what makes us so peaceful. We have people like Ivanka's mom who said a lot of bad words. She died. And when they said she was in heaven, the visionaries, and Ivanka said this, the villagers were shocked. They couldn't believe it. What man measures and what God measures is two different things. Love is what gets you into heaven. And this woman loved. She has some character flaws. And then they're shocked. You mean she's in heaven now? She's not going to be in purgatory for the next 35 years or a thousand years? People were surprised at this. See, we measure things not in the light of purity of the truth, but by what we see, or this person is too gruff, or this person is doing this wrong. And so we have two sides taking place. And if you want to put it in a political spectrum and say, well, those on the left are the dark, those on the right are in the light, you're wrong for talking about these things. But let's see what Matthew says about it. What is he talking about on the left and on the right? This is from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from another, 
as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, and he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, O blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty? or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you. Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Did you see what it said? Those to the left, he said, depart from me. Well, first of all, in the beginning, Christ refers to himself as the Son of Man. But then he switches and calls himself a king. And then he turns to the right and he tells all the merit of what these people did. And they said, when did we do that? When you fed the poor, I was in the poor, I was Christ. You did these things. They went to the whole diatribe of saying, you on the right, at my right hand, have done these things. And then he turns to the left, and he says, depart from me. And they said, but we fed this, we did this, we did it. we helped the poor, we did all these things. And he tells them the wicked, and identifies them as wicked on the left, that they didn't. We have this in politics. We have people pretending to be the compassionate people. Yes, we get labels, we say Democrats and Republicans, and we get bad Republicans, but we, and we get bad Democrats. But the Democratic Party and its platform is full of darkness. And yet they claim they're the ones helping the poor. They're the ones doing these things. You say, oh, friend of Ms. Gore is getting into politics. Our lady said, I want you to hear me as a teacher of truth, that you bring light to this. We just had the president give a State of the Union address. And it's clear that those who were sitting there on their hands was representing darkness, and yet they'd be the first to claim, we're the compassionate ones. We're for the illegal immigrants. We're for this person. We're for this. And in reality, it's not. 
When are we going to wake up and realize we need to look to the messages and see why our lady's here and that these things are part of it? She's here for the triumph. A friend of Medjugorje doesn't need to wade in this water. You don't know what you're talking about if that's your mentality. June 2nd, 2011, after her message, Mariana describes this. As our lady was leaving, to her left, she showed darkness, and to her right, across in golden light. That's pretty profound. You mean what heaven is saying is on the left and what is on the right? What the Bible says is on the left and what is on the right? Doesn't play back out into the principles of earthly life? The left started with the French Revolution. They call themselves liberals. The tolerant ones, the compassionate ones. It's false. When did you do this to me? It's a lie. And the right has people sprinkled in there that are of the left or morals that doesn't reflect that. But that's what the scripture says. We separate them. We need to realize and see that we have a separation taking place, what the biblical verse was just read, and he separated them, the goats from the sheep, just like a shepherd separates. So some of them goats are among the right, and now we put with the sheep. But we see a separation growing very clearly that the Democrats and what they represent is something very, very dark while they proclaim they're the opposite. And yet the scripture says, when did you do this to me? I told you to do this and you didn't do it. So we have this playing out. And then we have what I mentioned about Mariana saying that people that are in peace is primarily peace of the soul. And like Ivanka's mom had this, because love and peace is one thing, character flaws is another. Really the requisite for getting to heaven is love. No matter who you are, where you are, what religion you belong to, if you have love in your heart, you got Christ in your heart, because who's love? Christ is. Who's Christ? God. So when the real authentic love in the heart is there, then you're in the right side, despite what your flaws may be, because you repent it or you regret it. Did you listen to Donald Trump? Did you hear him, how peaceful he was? We listened to it. We've read about it. It's easy to identify what side people are on. And you have to dig, as I said in the beginning of this broadcast, to find the truth. And not just around fake news, but what you don't hear. We're going to play a clip that you didn't hear, I didn't hear, and if you did hear, very few of you were able to get this, because we don't get this. You have to dig for it. This is the Christmas greeting, filled with peace, things that you've never heard a president even say or would dare to say, but unabashed, even with his character flaws, does more than many pastors. My fellow Americans. Melania and I are delighted to wish America and the entire world a very Merry Christmas. At this time of year, we see the best of America and the soul of the American people. We see children packing boxes to brighten the Christmases of our brave men and women in uniform. We see families reaching out 
to neighbors in need. And we see communities coming together to serve one another. In the season of joy, we spend time with our families. We renew the bonds of love and goodwill between our citizens. And most importantly, we celebrate the miracle of Christmas. For Christians, we remember the story of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, that began more than 2,000 years ago. As the book of Isaiah tells us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This good news is the greatest Christmas gift of all, the reason for our joy and the true source of our hope. This Christmas season, we celebrate our blessings as Americans, and we pray for peace all over the world. On behalf of Melania, myself, Barron, and the entire Trump family, God bless you, God bless America, and have a very, very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. If this doesn't touch your heart, do you have enough love in it to recognize truth? And peace. This same court of peace in Trump was at the State of the Union address. All we heard about was story after story after story of not victims, which is what we got out of the last eight years, and even before that, in most of the state unions, how bad things are, what we're going to do, what we're going to achieve. This was about heroes, remarkable people, admiration. Feel with the virtues of what this country is about and its nation and its history about being good. The United States of America is good. It's got bad elements, and we had a bad element in the good of the Garden of Eden. There was one thing bad. It's always part of it. And Obama told us we're not a Christian nation anymore. I've never heard of an address of a president and a first lady, what I just heard then. Have you? This lady prays to Our Lady. She's connected to her. She walked down the aisle with the rosary in her hand. She went to Rome and she brought that same rosary and asked Pope Francis to bless it. And she was thrilled by that. Not because I'm the First Lady. It shows a sign of her humility. And she's got a background of Slovenian, which is very religious. She was raised this way. Is there character flaws? I've got character flaws. You've got character flaws. That doesn't change my path that I want to go to heaven and I want to have love in my heart or for you. But you have people that have no love in the heart and hatred. We're in a time of separation, even in the political process. You need to see who's carrying peace. Download Trump's whole State of the Union. Don't let the news dice it up and give you an opinion on it. You go listen to it. Everybody was filled with peace with it. There was no agitation in it. It was a beautiful story about the North Korean fellow who was amputated without anesthetics. And his story's incredible. Every story was incredible. And they hated it. 
The people that were in there stone-faced, actually, I heard a clip of a news lady said, I was watching the Democrats, and she said that I've never seen that many stone faces since I looked at the picture of Easter Island. <laughs> and of course, if you don't know what Easter Island is, it's statues, is like 20 foot tall of faces. There's hundreds, hundreds of them on the shore of the ocean. But look at it. But it's a good analogy. They sat there stone-faced. Well, we're the good ones. They're the bad ones. And that's what they say about Christ's followers. Donald and Melania is part of the plan. They're not the whole plan. But they wouldn't be there if we hadn't been saying our rosaries, fasting, and getting. You see action. This is progression. I said January 2nd, 2011. I call you to unity through the spiritual freedom of will, which the Heavenly Father has given you, you are called to become cognizant of the truth of the good or the evil. Our Lady is showing us more and more there's two things separating. You have to pick which side you're going to go on. And don't give me the garbage or even write feedback to us saying, well, you're bringing the Holy Virgin Mary's messages and the apparitions into politics. No, I'm not. She is. This is part of our plan. There's no way for the changes we're seeing. Yes, you say, okay, well, we got the stock markets going. Unemployment's lowest ever has been. There's been seven, eight trillion dollars added to the stock markets. Don't be deceived about these things. This is just giving us a reprieve to get our ark built. Do you think all the people that was wicked and that Noah just built this ark by himself, you don't think he hired some of those people to go cut down some timber and do stuff? Noah was recognized as being wealthy. And there's people out there we use that's in darkness for whatever we do, and we got a reprieve to position ourselves and be where we need to be. What about the stock markets? If it's gained in 12 months, trillions of dollars in value is speculative. The stock markets are overheated. They now are recognizing they're so pricey that people are going to be concerned about even getting into it. And they all are jittery. This doesn't mean that you're to go to those things and that everything's going to be rosy and we've got something beautiful coming and prosperity. The prosperity we would have is through holiness. And that prosperity can disappear in a moment. June 24th, 1968, we took silver off the backing of the dollar. And it ain't going to happen. It says, in 5,000 years of history, never has a paper currency survived longer than about 50 years. In it is quoted an article called, Five More Years of Hard Times. And quotes, since the advent of the world's most powerful central bank, the Federal Reserve, the West has seen two great unravelings, the depression of the 1930s and the financial crisis of the 2000s. This works out to one definitive unraveling every 50 years, once every two or three generations. This June 24, 2018 will mark the 50th anniversary of the silver backing being removed from the U.S. dollar, which was accomplished again on June 24, 1968. We pulled it out. And this is not to say that everything's going to fall apart on that date, but it is a strong reminder what we will know can happen by virtue of what has happened by unbacked currencies for the last 5,000 years. 
of recorded history. It's there. I'm not speculating. This cycle has always come around. And isn't it just like God to let the fool, those who are chasing materialism, be fooled by this? Because they're going to stay in the stock markets. They're going to make more money. Eve, I was quoted in reference to our lady saying, for us to live a simple life, he said, quote, we must be careful not to be seduced by the attractions of the materialistic. And so what does he say from there? What does he think about this materialism? He said the illness is called materialism. And he says it is an illness because it causes blindness. The stock market keeps going up. When's the last time you threw a ball and it didn't come back down? When's the last time you just threw a rock off a cliff and it went down? The proverbial saying, what goes up comes down. It is principled. And as Yvonne, I quoted him saying, it is an illness because it causes blindness. What? Materialism. Make more money. Yvonne continues with this quote, materialism makes money God. When money is God, you can't see anything else. You're blind. And that's where we are right now. Yes, the State of the Union talked about a lot of posterity, all these things. But if you're not blind, you realize this is false. And it is happened by policies that's taking place. And it is a grace to give us the means and the times to get ourselves positioned back to an agrarian way of life. That's why we started the Miraculous Medical Measure Around. Did you know what the stock market's gold is going up, but silver's not? What does that tell you? What does it tell you from the teacher of truth when Our Lady says, speaking of her son, he is the light of common sense. Gold can't go up and silver not go up unless it's manipulated to be suppressed, which means it's a good time to get this. But is that your goal? No, your goal is to get your patch of land, get out, get in the rural areas, live a grain-based life, and do those things that's wholesome. Do your canning. Raise your food. Doesn't mean you don't have to stop your occupation. You need that because you do need the currency coming in while we're still got the system going on. But you need to have a foot on the dock and a foot on the boat. Because that rope's gonna be released, that boat's gonna start separating, and you're gonna fall in the middle. If you stay on the dock, it's gonna burn down and sink. You gotta be on the boat on the water, just like Noah. That's exactly what happened. He was using commerce and building the ark and the means at hand to construct this thing, and he was on the dock and on the boat. And at the right moment, he got on the boat. But don't think, well, I'll just stay in the stock markets a little bit longer, or I won't put my savings in my 401k and all these things in silver right now. I'll wait. That's where people are messing up. You're blind. Don't fall for these things. Get first as fast as possible to being next to the soil, the grand way of life. And the ups and downs, the jobs, the money, the currency, whatever's going to happen in the future because it's materialism. Yvonne says it's uh, illness. Our lady's here to fix illnesses. You want to have what you can't turn into land immediately or into a cow. Your investments, your money's into silver. Don't worry about it. You're not investing in getting stock markets or silver or gold to go up. You're doing it to save your wealth, to preserve your wealth. With electronics, as we've spoken before, Going to digital currency that disappears and instantly it's gone. You've heard me say in 2008, the government bailed out the banks 
in the next crash, your savings, your investments, your 401ks is going to bail out the banks. They will not lose. They never have. Because it's a sickness, a disease, a consumerism based on materialism, and there's no stopping it. Yes, it's crashing because we have a promise. We have a truth that everything not of God is passing. If it doesn't have God part of it, if it's evil, if it's doing wrong, and it may be clean looking, maybe like the stock markets. Well, everybody, we got a lot of Christians in the stock market. Will they get out? Some have called us and said, we're out. Put it in metals. Put it into a way of life. That's wealth. That's retirement. That gives you everything you need. Our lady said, August 29th, 1982, I am the mother who has come from the people. That's incredible in light of the State of the Union when it was just average John Doe's out there lifted up to show the virtues that they have all based in Christianity and the moral purpose of a higher good instead of saying the opposite, I'm a victim, I've been discriminated against, I'm illegal. Separate the truths from untruths so you know what to do in all your decisions. And that's from your savings all the way to who you vote for, what you look for. No, we don't change things by the vote. We change it by our prayer and then we get who we vote for that needs, to, that will change things. Our lady said, August 25th, 2015, the world is in a moment of trial. You must say your yes in the freedom of children of God. And this is what was the talk about the other night. Trump had said, our values will prevail. It's amazing. Why? Because it's parallel in Israel. Trump said something the other night in ending his speech that was biblical. The Bible shows in Israel that as long as they had confidence in the values and the faith and trust in God, they wouldn't fail. They were always protected. Their families thrived. Their people prospered. And the nation of Israel was safe, strong, proud, and mighty. We see this in the Bible. We can read it. Trump ended his speech the other night saying, quote, As long as we have confidence in our values, faith in our citizens, and trust in our God, we will not fail. Our families will thrive. Our people will prosper. Our nation will forever be safe and strong and proud and mighty and free. Thank you and God bless America. We're the hope of the world. We're the turning point. Look at truth. Recognize these things. Trump touched on something very beautiful. He took something that's not sacred, not even considered sacred by many people today. And he says, Atop the dome of this capital stands a statue of freedom. She stands tall and dignified among the moments of our ancestors who fought and lived and died to protect her. And this statue is a classical female figure with long flowing hair. She's wearing a helmet with a crest composed of an eagle's head. And feather. She's got a classical dress that she has. And she wears a brooch inscribed with the U.S. Her right hand rests on the hilt of a sheathed sword wrapped in a scarf. In her left hand, she holds a laurel wreath of victory. 
and the shield of the United States with 13 stripes, of course, for the colonies. Her helmet's encircled with stars. She stands on the globe. And he reminded those people in the government, the Supreme Court, the Congress, the Senate, and all the other people there who were VIPs, that this building represented something sacred. We've lost the sacred. We know how to find it again. But his words were like daggers because there was people that didn't even clap for that and they're part of it. They were goats. Depart from me. No, I'm not making an observation of their souls. I'm making observations of their actions to show that we're coming to two sides. And our life is to attract them to us. And 42% to 48% of the Democrats who watch this said they favored and liked what Trump said. His talk pulled some goats to the sheep, changing their mind and realizing truth. We're in this moment. The question is, are you fully recognizing these things? Are you ignoring things? And you think, I'm just supposed to be doing my mass and my communions and prayer. Our Lady says, I want works. It's not just faith. Works is necessary to change the direction of the world. We end this with one more quote from Trump. Very profound in the way he said it. Because Israel took care of his people. Yes, the Samaritans, the biblical scriptures teach us to take care of the Samaritan. But Trump brought a line up in his talk that was very profound. He talked about his duty, about his own family, about the position God's put him in and what his responsibilities are. He said, my duty and the sacred duty of every elected official in this chamber is to defend Americans, to protect their safety, their families, their communities, and the right to the American dream. Because Americans are dreamers too. Profound. So we end with that. A lot of reflection, a lot of things to think about. And it's exciting to be where we sit, to be looking at these things and uncovering these discoveries of truth. So we pray for you, that you be listening to the teacher of truth and recognize how heavy the hand of God is upon us as Mary's people. And this our time, and what Trump himself said in his State of the Union, when he said, quote, this is your time. Beautiful. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered.
It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Metrigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205 Six seven two two thousand.